Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden. Internal Medicine Physician with Hennepin Healthcare with more Healthy Matters. And a good Sunday morning to you. Dr. David Hilden, as we say, is on assignment. <laughs> We're not sure where he is, but we know he's on assignment. Dr. John Sweet is filling in. He is your guest host, and he's uh, Dr. Sweet. Good morning. Good to see you again. Good morning. I'm you, glad to be back. You've been here a number of times. Yes. And is it true that you and David Hill, Dr. Hilden, were kind of classmates occasionally? We were full-time classmates. No kidding. We started med school together. We found each other that first day and kind of been inseparable since. Yeah, well, I tell you, it's good to have you back because I, I, it was probably a week or so ago, I was going through boxes of Kleenex and I thought, I'm so glad that Dr. Sweet's going to be in studio yes. because it, is that is this a, a time of year this happens? You are right on schedule. Oh, that's, that's for once. That's, that's Yes, a huge portion of patients are coming to me right now. What so. am I allergic to? I thought it was just dust and dust mites. Well, that's a good question. Uh, testing, it's hard to know exactly what, yeah. but I can tell you this. At this time of year when the snow starts to melt, a lot of mold is released into the air. Ah, uh, yes. All that wet ground, and a lot of people with mold allergies are starting to feel it. And and plus two, if you look up, you'll see a lot of buds on the trees, the elms, the maples, uh, all those are just starting to have those little buds. That means the pollens are just starting to be released. Um, they haven't been measured yet, but it's it's out there. It's out there. Uh, by the way, if you have, and I know we're going to get busy today, uh, both in text and phone calls for Dr. Sweet. So if you have a question about allergies, it's Ask the Allergist this morning, 651-989-9226. Uh, or send a text, and we're already getting some of those, Doctor. Uh, six, uh, the eight, uh, text number, by the way, eight one eight zero seven. Is it true? And I think we've talked about this uh, in your uh, your other visits that uh, people can, like some people say, I never get allergies. How come all of a sudden I got? Can you develop allergies and get rid of them any time along your life line? Absolutely. It's a myth that allergies are only for children. It's very common to see them, much more common to see them in children, but allergies can develop anywhere, any stage in your life. And often the, the pattern we'll see if both parents have a history of allergies, the, the, their offspring tend to have it at an early age. And But if one parent tends, has allergies while the other does not, you all often see allergies start later in life. You tend to see that pattern, and people come to me in their 20s, 30s. I've had people come to me in their 70s and say, why now? And so, yes, you're not alone. Uh, allergies can start anytime. I want to get a proper introduction if you're just joining us. Uh, Dr. John Sweet uh, received his medical degree from the U of M, 
Uh, he completed his internal medicine residency at Hennepin Healthcare and a fellowship in allergy and immunology at the uh, U of M. Uh, you grew up with allergies. You you were yes, one of those kids. I was one of those undiagnosed allergy ah. kids that just had colds uh, constantly throughout my childhood. And what else? You had other issues too. I had you? asthma that that was recognized a little, and oh. some eczema too, but. They were just called heat rashes back then. I remember that term. <laughs> rashes that just lasted for weeks and weeks but periodically. Well, when did you finally get tested? Uh, it wasn't until I was in college. And, wow. the, and they said, guess what? That isn't just a, a six-month cold you've been having. And so, yeah, it's uh, with the right diagnosis, you can get the right treatment. Uh, in my household, there was a myth that if you slept with the windows open, you would get a cold. Oh, and, sure. And that was really... Or you go, no, outside, you were just go letting, outside without a jacket. You get yeah. yeah, but the issue was uh, in, in just letting the pollen in. Absolutely. I was waking every morning with <laughs> allergic right. rhinitis. Now, uh, we should talk about testing, too. Has that changed over the years? Because I, I was tested, I can't even remember, 20 years ago, I suppose. Yes. It, it, well, the, the testing, we, we do have blood tests that are available now. Oh, they can okay. be quite uh, easily performed, but they're not quite as accurate. Uh, the more accurate tests still remain allergy skin tests, which can be very simple. Just simple scratch tests that can be done on the back or on the arm. And in about 15 minutes, you can get your answers. Wow. And is, is there a comment that you see? Is there something that you see more often than not in allergies? Like I mentioned, dust and dust mites. That seems to be pretty common. Yes. Now, uh, the people come to me and often say, well, doesn't everyone have allergies? When in reality, only about one out of six people do. Really? Then? Yes. It's uh, when you talk about environmental allergies. But if you do have allergies, if you're part one of the one out of six, then dust mites tend to be very common. Um, and then you th- things that are native around you, whether it's uh, uh, your animals, the pets you have, the cat, dog, Tree pollens that are in the air now or just starting, grass, weeds, molds, uh, those sort of things. We, we've addressed the pet issue before on this show with you, Dr. Yes. You know, and, then, and people, when you tell people you're going to have to get rid of your dog or cat, what is their reply usually? Yeah, I'll get rid of the doctor first. That's <laughs> yes. pretty much yes. what they like. I'll get to back say. to you later on that. No, it's, uh, there are many people come to me almost with that. Uh, they have that foresight, that insight that they they suspect the pet or the new pet in the in the household is causing some problems, and sometimes very tearful in in bringing that up. But I I know the reality is the pet will stay, and the thing is we have to work around that. And how do you do you work around that? Well, uh, if the pet is is causing the allergies, and sometimes it's not, um, but but if the pet is, we try to minimize the uh, amount of exposure that you have in the bedroom. If people, uh, I like to remind people, they sleep six, eight, ten hours a day, even the small children. And you, where you sleep, you want that to be the most hypoallergenic, the most allergen-free uh, place in the house. And that means the bed and the bedroom. And if you can remove things that collect dander and dust mites, like carpeting or washing the bedding often, that can significantly reduce some of the allergen exposure. Is there uh, the best way to, let's say, wash the bedding? Is there like extremely you know, hot water? Or extremely water? hot water. You, you want to do it weekly um, at minimum. I, I tell my patients they would have... Uh, Allergy symptoms due to either dust mites or pets, and they do a deep clean in the bedroom. Watch yourself. You, next morning, you sh- if you've done a really good job, you should wake up the next morning feeling a lot better. Then count how many days does it take for those morning symptoms to come back. Is it three, five, seven days? That's your washing interval that you should be doing in your bedroom. 
Now, I know uh, we were talking off air, and Dr. Hilden always uh, tells where, where you practice, but you, you, they can find Dr. John Sweet a, v- a variety of places. Where, where do you practice? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, just calling the scheduling line, they'll find, uh, the, they'll find you. They'll find the ne- nearest appointment and the nearest location for you. But I, I am in Golden Valley, as well as in the North Loop District and here in downtown Minneapolis, as well as across uh, from the hospital and Hennepin Healthcare and the Clinic and Specialty Center. Well, let's go back a little bit, backpedal, when uh, you and uh, Dr. Hilden were in medical school. <laughs> now, what? Now, Dr. Hilden, again, is an internal medicine physician, as you are as well. But what, what, what is the process? What, what took you in another direction? Was well, it because uh, as, you were ch- as you were a child, uh, you had these problems or no? Not entirely. It was, uh, I, I went through internal uh, medicine residency, did three years of that, and it was during my residency that I saw patients were, um, some of my asthma patients who were just poorly controlled, just readmitted to the hospital over and over again with asthma exacerbations. And, and a few of them um, that, uh, without my direction, actually went to an allergist and figured out what they were allergic to and started doing allergy shots. And their asthma became exceptionally well controlled. And mm. so they were reducing their asthma medicines, which was verboten. It's forbidden. It's like, no, you must always stay on these medicines. But their asthma was so well controlled with allergy injections that their uh, symptoms were starting to improve. And they needed fewer medicines, and I said, I need to figure out more about this. So, uh, what is let's let's do a little definition of allergy. Do yeah. some people think they may have a chest cold? I mean, how can people? Is it masked by other symptoms? Well, when you have allergies, um, I, I think of uh, when you have uh, allergic rhinitis or allergic nose and eyes. You have itchy eyes, nose congestion that goes on for. Uh, um, much more than a cold. A cold lasts, you know, five, ten days. But if it's allergies, it's going to be weeks, and it's and it's triggered by certain uh, by certain uh, exposures. Um, and so, allergies are the body's immune system, inappropriate immu- immune system response to things that are benign. Your body, your immune system is very well nourished and bored, and starting to pick a fight with innocent things. <laughs> And so your body is trying to fight off things like dust, pollen, mold, uh, animal dander that it should ignore. And you take allergy medicines to try to block those reactions with your antihistamines, your nasal steroid sprays, your decongestants. And if we can calm that down, teach your body to ignore these things, you're going to have far fewer symptoms and need far fewer medications. And that's what allergy desensitization does. All right. But we'll talk further about that. We do invite our listeners. We have a bunch of uh, text messages already. Uh, if you'd rather call in your question for Dr. Sweets, uh, 651-989-9226. Again, text number is 81807. I promise you when we come back after this quick break, we'll address some of these text questions for Dr. John Sweet. We're talking about allergies today. Dr. Hilden taking the day off today. But again, call us or text us here on Healthy Matters. 22 degrees here in the Twin Cities. We're heading for 43. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Healthy Matters. We're talking about allergies. You can ask the allergist, Dr. John Sweet, who is your guest host for filling in for Dr. David Hilden today. And we have college doctor and we have a lot of texters as well. Uh, and the doctor is going to be with us till just about 8.30 this morning. So don't wait. You know, we always tend to get busy and we end up running out of time to answer your questions. So t- send a text or call us when you can. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, I think Greg is calling from Egan this morning. Uh, Greg, you're on with the doctor. Uh, thanks for taking my call, doctor. I have uh, bee sting allergies and uh, keep ending up in the emergency room 
because of that, uh, is there anything other than an EpiPen uh, keeping very close by? Is there anything that I can do to preempt uh, emergency room visits for that? Okay, that's an excellent question. And that's a, uh, unfortunately, you're part of the majority of folks who have venom allergies. They're just given EpiPens and not really given other directions about this. Venom allergies or bee sting allergies can be deadly, and particularly if you have other conditions like asthma. And you've, uh, they can cause a condition called anaphylaxis. That's where your tongue, lips, throat uh, can swell shut uh, potentially if you're stung. And the appropriate short-term response or a quick response is to use an EpiPen. That can uh, start working within two minutes. Um, Benadryl can take 20, uh, 40 minutes just to have an effect and often cannot uh, prevent a life-threatening reaction. But, yes, there are things you can do. There are five types of venom out there that uh, people tend to be allergic to. It's honeybee, wasp, yellow jacket, yellow-faced hornet, and white-faced hornet. And you can be allergic to one of those or two of those or, or all five. But with appropriate testing, if you can figure out which species you are allergic to. And, but allergy desensitization or allergy shots for these can be extremely effective. The studies show that it can be 98 to 100 percent effective wow. in uh, reducing the chance of death from, uh, from, from bee stings. So you can actually have, have be oh, yeah. allergic to different species, different bees. Yes, and some are more lethal than others. Um, the one, uh, the one that's most associated with death is actually honeybee. That's okay. the most dangerous one to have if you do have a venom allergy. But, yes, uh, allergy testing and allergy shots for these things can be extremely effective in treating that condition. Are, are there different shots? Like if I came to see you about uh, my, uh, you know, dust mites and molds, no more things like that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pretty much if we can, um, uh, if we can diagnose it, we can treat it. Uh, All right. Uh, the, the extracts are, uh, allergen extracts are available for all these things and we can treat for almost everything. Some are more effective than others. Uh, that, that's clear, but yes, they can be treated and, uh, they can be effective to reduce the symptoms to, to minimal to none, uh, to no symptoms, but uh, at least it, you can get, uh, for most patients, we can find, uh, significant relief. Well, that's good news for a lot of people. It is. Wow. Very effective. Thank you, Greg, for the call. Uh, there's a line open at 651-989-9226. If it's easier, send to Dr. Sweet your text, 81807. Uh, let's uh, go back to the phones. Jose is calling from St. Paul. Good morning, Jose. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Doctor, I, I've been taking a uh, allergy shot for over 20 years, you know, and uh, I used in the winter time, I take them like once a month, mm-hmm. and like right now, I have to take them like uh, every two weeks. Is there any way that my body gets immune to the medication, or do I have to be retested again? Ah, that's a really good question. Yeah. Well, that is a, a a long time to be on allergy shots. Is it? Yes. Typical course is about three to five years. Um, if it's, uh, there are, I have, a, I have a very, very small set of patients that I've actually inherited from other allergists that have, uh, who have been on lifelong allergy shots. It, once they stop, the symptoms uh, come back uh, very quickly within months or uh, uh, six months, a year. Um, they tend to be very, very rare sort of folks where, quote, allergy shots work, but they don't, quote, stick. Vast majority of patients, we, if you're on a course of allergy shots, we can, uh, they get up to a monthly dose, and after three, five years, they stop. And I always say, if allergy shots aren't working, um, I always ask myself, is the dose too low? Is it like giving one aspirin for a migraine headache? 
Are you getting a strong enough dose? Or is there something missing from the allergy shots? Are you being treated for three things when you're allergic to 10 things? Um, and so it may be uh, helpful to reassess and to see if your body is still reacting to the things you're being treated to, as well as are there additional allergens that, you're, that are missing. 651, thanks, Jose. 651-989-9226, text 81807. If you're just joining us, Dr. John Sweet is in studio. He is an allergist with Hennepin Healthcare and uh, welcoming your questions by phone and by text this morning. Uh, we mentioned it, uh, you did, Doctor, earlier this morning when you first came into the studio. Texter says, could you please address snow mold? What? The, how do you deal with that issue? Okay, well, snow mold is is actually a particular species that actually causes those fairy rings or uh, these uh, um, death of certain of grasses and certain patterns on your lawn. It's, those aren't actually the molds you're allergic to. However, when you see those mold, that mold, there is other mold out there that is also quite prevalent, like Cladosporium is a species that's in the air right now and is being measured in other. Uh, pollen allergen stations okay. in the Midwest. And that is quite high. And it's uh, the mold that you're going to find on any decaying wet material outside, like leaves and grasses. There's a bit of that out there. There's a lot of that out there. So you may see the small mold in the yard and you're correlating your symptoms with that. That mold is not actually causing your symptoms. But there's a lot of other mold around you um, that's in the air that's causing it. When someone comes to see you and they've never been tested before, but they want to get rid of the, these whatever allergies they may have, how long does that that you know little test uh, last? I mean, how long does it take? Oh well, uh, meaning the results or the process? No, no just the process. Itself. Oh, uh, the results are in about fifteen minutes. We we put them put the skin tests on. That's wait fast. about fifteen minutes. And sometimes we need to do occasionally a little more sensitive test, which may be another round for 15 minutes. But you, within the visit, you're, you should be leaving uh, with the test results. Oh, uh, no long wait there. Wow. No long wait at all. No. All right. Here's, <laughs> I could relate to this one. Uh, how to treat or get rid of post-nasal drip. Ah, yes. That's uh, instead of allergens coming out the front of the nose with a drippy nose and sneeze, it's going down the back door. So, yeah, and that's a chronic uh, uh, post-nasal drainage is very, very common symptom among allergy sufferers. And um, sometimes it's unrecognized. Sometimes it's, uh, do you clear your throat a lot? And people have this aha moment. Well, I don't don't hear myself do it, but my family or my colleagues do. And so, yeah, post-nasal drainage. The idea is you got a lot. Think of your body's immune system as trying to wash away these allergens out of your nose and sinuses. And fun fact, we only make about two, three liters of snot a day. Kind of gross to say, but it's true. But if you have allergies, that number can double. You can four no kidding. Or six two to liters three liters initially is normal. Without that, wow. we'd be quite parched. Uh, but when you have allergies, that 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 rate just increases, and you can have this constant waterfall down the back of your throat. So rinsing out the nose, helping your body get rid of that allergen by using sinus rinses as well, or saline nasal sprays can be very effective. Um, we talked about that. We've maybe heard of the neti pot. Neti pot, and yeah. Are, we, you and I were talking about this before yeah. we went on the air, and I, I've used that occasionally, but that it works. I highly recommend it. Um, it's You take um, three-to-one ratio of uh, pickling salt. You want to use non-iodized salt. Uh, the iodine oh, salt that's can important. be very irritating. Right. But you take pickling salt or sea salt, um, uh, and you uh, mix in three three teaspoons of that with one teaspoon of baking soda. That, that's fading. Saline, so uh, that makes it a buffered saline solution, That putting the baking soda there. Oh, okay. That makes it less irritating and stinging. 
You mix that together, and you take one teaspoon of that mixture and put it in eight ounces of boiling boiled water or uh, filtered water, and you squeeze it up into your nose using a bulb syringe or a squeeze bottle, and you alternate back and forth, and that's going to help remove the allergens. It really is amazing how that works. Now, mm-hmm. I'm probably a little lazy because I just use the packets that they come with. And I, I highly recommend that you're much more likely to do it if it's uh, uh, – Quick reach and easy to do. But we've had Dr. Hilden had some questions from listeners, and I know we have to break here soon, about, boy, do you always have to boil water, or can you use, like, reverse osmosis water, the drinking water, or what do you think? You, you want filtered water. There are case reports where there are little protozoa, if you're uh, using well water or any water that could possibly contaminate it. The last thing you want is that protozoa going up into your absolutely. brain, into your sinuses, which could cause uh, a serious infection. Not good. No. Nope. All right. Hang on, Doctor. Dr. John Sweet is filling in for Dr. Hilden today. Ask the Allergist is our topic. If you have allergies or know someone who does, call in your questions or send the text, 651-989-9226. Callers, stay on the line. We'll get to you first when we come back. We have another half hour of the show to go or so. Uh, Or send a, a text, 81807. Right now on CCO, skies are fair. Currently 22 degrees. Stay with us. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin Healthcare, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden. Internal medicine physician with Hennepin Healthcare with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Healthy Matters. Dr. David Hilden is off today. He'll be back next week. Filling in today, Dr. John Sweet, who's been our guest a number of times. He is an allergist, if you're just joining us, uh, receiving his medical degree from the U of M, completed his internal medicine residency at Hennepin Healthcare. Fellowship in allergy and immunology, uh, stuff to say, at the University of Minnesota. Uh, grew up with allergies, but we've talked about it earlier. Asthma, eczema, understands the importance of keeping these conditions under control. And it's good to hear, Dr. S- uh, Sweet, that, that you uh, as the physician can really reduce these issues. It, it's kind of, I mean, there's hope Oh yeah, too for a lot often, of folks. Too often I see people just learn to endure. They yes. learn to accept this as their fate and their the symptoms that can have significant impact on the quality of life. There's actually been studies showing that... Uh, Kids with allergies um, during their peak allergy season can actually score a grade lower on their studies. Really? Um, I believe During that. their exams. Uh, and from that, because and I, if you're a kid, all is rubbing your nose, all is coughing, all is wheezing, and, it's, and uh, it's very difficult to pay attention, as well as it can actually uh, uh, affect the quality of sleep. And it actually causes like a chronic fatigue. Your immune system is inflamed. It's constantly working to fight off the world. The same it's way fighting. It's fight yeah. off a, a virus. And yeah. so, yeah, it can be, have significant effects on your day-to-day life. What, what is some of this new issue that you and I were talking about, omega-3? What, what is that about? Yeah, ex- exciting study. Uh, just released out of uh, Johns Hopkins this week about um, 
uh, children with asthma, they found that if those who had just like uh, 0.1 uh, grams higher intake, omega-3 fatty acid, that it's commonly found in, in salmon, mm-hmm. significantly reduces their asthma symptoms. And the inverse was true. And um, those kids who had higher omega-6 fatty acid, which is kind of... Uh, I haven't heard about that. That's one that you find in a lot of vegetable oils, corn oil, soybean oil. Those who had higher amounts of that in their diet actually had more asthma symptoms. Mm. And so when you think about it, asthma, it's just an inflammatory process within lungs. And uh, is your diet having more... Are you consuming more inflammatory foods or are you consuming anti-inflammatory foods? And so it's, it's very, very uh, uh, significant to know that how your diet can influence your health. And now we have very, um, uh, very close uh, – under. we're starting to understand the mechanisms much better. Interesting study. Speaking of food, let's, uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Gary is calling from uh, Longville, I believe, has been on the horn. Gary, what's your question for the doctor? Yes, I was wondering if, if the doctor knows about OAS, oral allergy syndrome. Um, when, I, when I was in my 20s, I, I got uh, allergies, and I took shots for 10 years, and, and it worked. And then the doctor said, well, you don't need to take these the rest of your life probably, so I quit. And then about five years later after that, I, I ate some raw carrots, and all of a sudden my eyes swelled shut. Um, when I eat celery or bean sprout, now if it's raw, it happens. If I eat that eat those vegetables or fruit, it, it doesn't do anything. I can eat, like, apples, peaches, pears, cherries. I'll get an itchy throat, gum flow a little bit. But if I eat applesauce or an apple pie or if I eat uh, roasted carrots or something or have those carrot celery or stuff in a soup, it doesn't hurt me. Now, I heard that, it's the, like, carrots, they take on the characteristics of things that I'm allergic to, like birch, elm, and oak trees. Have you heard of this? Oh, absolutely. Actually, it's a, um, a very common condition uh, we'll, we'll see in the clinic. Mm. But it's, uh, many patients will come to me they, they, uh, thinking they have a food allergy or a sensitivity when they have an itchy mouth, when they eat raw fruits. And uh, sometimes it can be quite severe and, and limiting um, some people's diets. Other people are very annoying. But what it is is the, the protein that you can find in certain uh, uh, fruits and vegetables actually are very similar to the proteins in pollens that are around us. And you gave us a really good example there um, in that uh, the protein you can find in carrots as well as apples, peaches, pears, or uh, common fruits in the rosacea or stone fruit family, any fruit with a large seed in the middle of it. Um, the protein in it is called VET-V1 is, is a short term for it. And it's very similar to the protein you can find in birch pollen and really? pollen. And almost universally, I love to play this little game, and patients will tell me, like, oh, I have itchy mouth when they, uh, and I eat raw apples or carrots. And I said, I bet you have really bad springtime allergies. And they look like I'm a mind reader. And I, <laughs> and I said, yes, uh, that's very common with that oral allergy syndrome. And, that, and what, you, what you say, too, is, is true. Like with allergy shots, uh, those symptoms tend to decrease. If people come to me with a list of five or uh, ten fruits, the number usually drops down to one or none. Uh, if they've been on allergy shots, it could be desensitizing, make you less allergic to that particular protein. But uh, ragweed cross-reacts with melons and bananas. Grasses cross-react with uh, oranges and tomatoes. And those can be signs of your seasonal allergies. Interesting. Gary, thanks for the call. Uh, let's uh, go back to the phones and we'll grab some text. Norm is calling from White Bear Lake. Uh, Norm, you're on CCO. Good morning. Hello, Norm. I think Norm is gone. Uh, Julie, though, I bet is there in calling in from uh, Plymouth. Are you there, Julie? I am. Thank you. Good morning. 
I'm calling about my 10-year-old daughter. She, um, over the years, has had just occasional rashes kind of pop up on the inside of her arms, back of her knees, back of her neck. And we've never really been successful determining what's caused it. It would go away the next day, so we didn't really worry about it. Um, About 10 days ago, we were on vacation, and she got a rash all over her bottom. And this was new, never been in that place before, but it went away the next day. Um, last week, uh, we were back home and she got hives on the inside of her arms, um, inside of her elbows and a little bit on the back of her knee. And, and then it was here all week and it did flare up once. Um, at what point should she be seen or get tested? Okay. That's a really good question. Well, um, with allergies, eczema uh, tends to be one of the first symptoms that, children will have, even in infancy or early childhood, that tends to improve in, in, in most patients, but others, it can persist. And you'll tend to see eczema will be like uh, that, that heat rash we mentioned earlier on the inside of the arms or behind the knees where the skin is actually thinnest. Some people will have it on their face, the eyelids or behind the ears, these kind of red scaly rash. And sometimes hives can appear there as well. And you have to ask, is there a contact allergen going on, something in the environment? Are you allergic to the pet? Are you allergic to dust? Are you allergic to a seasonal uh, pollens? Because eczema tends to flare when, when, if you have that condition when, during your seasonal allergies. Um, but, and plus, two, over-drying uh, or, uh, uh, of the skin can cause eczema to flare also if you're using harsh soaps or drying soaps or if you're in contact with a lot of irritants like fabric softener or uh, nylon clothing, that can be irritating to the skin too. But that can be a sign of uh, other allergies going on. And yes, uh, 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 getting good skin care, sometimes a low-dose steroid cream to apply to the areas as well as uh, allergy skin testing or or other testing to try to figure out um, is there an environmental allergen exacerbating these symptoms. All right. Thank you, Julie. Thanks for the call. Uh, we have textures, a lot of them, Dr. Sweet. Let's see if we can't help some folks out. Chronic cough, Texter said, that is at least made worse with certain uh, pre- uh, prescriptions for allergies. Is an allergist the best person to see for that chronic cough? Good question. Um, there is, uh, I, I work a lot of my co- colleagues. Uh, we work on, with patients on chronic cough, and I work in, 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 in conjunction with pulmonologists, uh, focus on the lungs as well as ear, nose, throat physicians. We often refer patients back and forth to each other looking for causes. Three major areas we worry about with cough is one, is it coming from the sinuses? Is it post-nasal drainage? Is there some sort of allergy or chronic sinus infection? Two, is it coming from the lungs? Is it a form of asthma, cough variant asthma, or is it another lung condition that could be contributing to that? And three, we worry about the stomach, the gut. Is there a part of acid reflux? Some people will feel the acid burn in the mid-chest. Others, it it can be what we call silent reflux. And you don't feel the burn, but it's causing a cough. And those are the three major areas that account for a vast majority of coughs. But there can be other things as well uh, that do it. So it is worth checking out, and allergy can be part of that. All right. Very good. Uh, Thank you, Texter. Uh, Another text wants to know um, is uh, about over-the-counter meds for allergies. Are they the same or are there specific ones for specific uh, symptoms? Yeah. Uh, FDA has approved the vast majority of the allergy meds that we use. Uh, the antihistamines and steroid nasal sprays are now available over the counter, which is great. And it's a first uh, good approach to treating allergies. 
Um, so yes, if you are prescribed uh, cetirizine, that is in commonly known as uh, Zyrtec or fexofenadine is uh, over-the-counter Allegra um, as well. And so yes, they are uh, about equivalent. They tend to be the generic if your insurance is paying for them. Uh, but yes, they are should be equally effective. You know, I was just thinking, Dr. Sweet, for those that are just joining us, and again, if you are just joining us, uh, Ask the Allergist is, uh, is our uh, topic today. Dr. John Sweet, who's been our guest before here on the Hennepin Health Show. Uh, what, now, you practice in various places. It really makes it convenient for, mm-hmm. for a lot of different patients. Where, again, do you practice? Well, I'm in Golden Valley. Uh, it's very easy for our western metro area. We're downtown here in the North Loop, uh, not far uh, 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 from us now, as well as uh, across from the Hennep- uh, Hennepin Hospital there mm-hmm. and Hennepin Healthcare Clinic and Specialty Center. That new building. The new building yeah, is glorious. It's a gorgeous building. Windows, windows galore. Yeah, absolutely yeah. is. And I, I guess the easiest number to remember, Dr. Hilden always mentions this, if you'd like to make an appointment with Dr. Sweet, 612-873-MYMD. That's the easiest number to remember. 873 Six nine six three. Let's take a quick break. Okay, we'll come back with with more. We have uh, a lot more texts to to uh, ask you about here. We'll do that when after the break. Twenty four degrees. It's fair. And good morning. Welcome back to Healthy Matters. We're talking about allergies this morning with Dr. John Sweet. Uh, from Hennepin Health. And uh, Dr. Sweet, we have, again, a lot of uh, text messages. Let's see if we can't uh, help as many folks as we can before you have to leave us. Um, why do I, Texter says, have constant mucus in my throat, making me sound constantly hoarse? I get rid of it, but it comes right back, yet my nose is barely wet and never runny. Yeah, yeah, that can be very common. If you if people, if they aren't uh, sneezing, uh, it's, they, they can still have... Chronic post-nasal drainage, but you also worry, uh, is it allergies? Is it a chronic sinus infection? Uh, uh, those are things we often uh, get concerned about. And people can have sinus infections without having the classic uh, purulent yellow-green nasal mm. discharge. You can have this uh, impacted sinuses filled with fluid. I'm not saying this uh, this individual does, right. but it's part of our, uh, our workup. Um, if there are signs of allergies on exam, uh, they could definitely be a sign of allergies that we treat. Text number is 81807. Here's another text, Doctor. Can allergies cause or make Meniere's disease worse? Good question. Well, um, it's not necessarily make the Meniere's disease. It's an issue of uh, people experiencing uh, uh, vertigo, feeling like the room is spinning. Uh, that's what Meniere's disease does. It's uh, is difficulty with your sense of balance in your middle ear. But uh, allergies can cause a uh, feeling of, of dizziness and earfulness and popping sensation mm. because you connect your sinuses to your middle ear with a little tube called the eustachian tube. It's about the width of a spaghetti noodle. Well, that tiny. Yeah, very tiny. And that helps your ears equalize and you feel that popping sensation. Now, if that little tube is swollen shut due to allergies or filled with fluid backing up from your sinuses, you can start to feel a fullness or popping sensation in one ear or both ears. And then people will start feeling a little off balance, feeling like they're walking on a sponge, let's say. And so it can feel a, a bit of unsteadiness. And I often tell my patients who have this uh, this problem, it's one of the first allergy symptoms to occur, one of the last to go away because you're dealing with such a tiny space that's inflamed. Yes. First happens, last to go away. Yes. Right. <laughs> Another text, uh, doctor, is uh, this. My three-year-old grandson says has been diagnosed 
with a severe tree uh, allergy, uh, specifically, maybe it's a, a nut, tree, tree nut, nut allergy, it's mm-hmm. just misspelled. Uh, specifically, yes, cashews and pistachios. The doctor said he will not outgrow it. What is it that makes it so deadly? Good question. Um, well, tree nut allergies are, are only about 10% of kids will outgrow uh, tree nut allergies. And yes, and cashew is actually the most, uh, most severe one out there. People often think it's almond or other walnut, pecan, but actually cashew is the, most, really? is the strongest one. And so it is a, it is a serious nut allergy, um, and you have to worry about things that are made with uh, cashew oil or things that are where it's mixed into to foods as well. But yes, it's, um, it is a very strong allergy, and, it, and f- if you do have a tree nut allergy, you have about a 40% chance of having a, additional uh, food allergies as well. Uh, it's not guaranteed, but it is very different from a peanut allergy. Speaking of food, uh, there's another text that says, how can I get rid of shellfish allergies? Yes, okay. That's, that also is one that uh, once it's there, um, it tends to not go away. Hmm. Um, there is some fascinating research, I mean, uh, tying these together about oral food desensitization being done where it may not have the food allergy go away but can desensitize things to the point where they're uh, – where you're – not reacting to uh, food that's con- cross-contaminated with these allergens or possibly even making them, quote, bite-safe where you can tolerate these things. Fascinating research being done. It is a preliminary study show. It is promising, but not actually curing people of this. Here's another text. We have so many this morning. Uh, this texter has itchy skin. How do I know if it's an allergy or just dry skin? Good point. Yeah, it's it's hard to say out, out front. That is actually a common complaint that people come come to me uh, complaining about itchy skin. If it is an allergy, uh, we tend to find that it's a, 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 an indoor allergen um, if it's chronic, either the pet or dust mites. Um, but you also have to think about other conditions. Is it a contact uh, allergic uh, dermatitis, uh, meaning are you allergic to certain chemicals or fragrances, uh, certain chemicals or, uh, or that you can find on fabrics? Is it due to a fabric softener? Um, but usually gentle skin care and um, frequent moisturizing can help reduce uh, that itch and uh, make you feel more comfortable. But it is worth uh, being evaluated by an allergist and, and a dermatologist to figure out the cause. Another text says, can allergies make a person more susceptible to sinus infections? Absolutely. If we take uh, all uh, adults with recurring sinusitis in- infections or sinus infections, two-thirds of them have allergies. And allergies can actually... Uh, uh, complicate uh, those chronic infections. And often if we get the allergies under control, recurrent sinus infections tend to decrease. Um, it's, if, if you're chronically, if your nasal passages are chronically inflamed and narrowed, that makes a great uh, place for bacteria to live. Uh, can allergies, says, and let's see if we can check the time. We have a couple of minutes to go. Can allergies cause someone to feel faint? Uh, some, well, some people can feel extreme fatigue and uh, feeling run down. Uh, during their allergy season, they are, you are in an inflamed state. Uh, uh, your immune system is in, uh, in overdrive reacting to things, but some people can feel a lot of fatigue. But uh, the actual fainting part or sudden uh, feeling uh, dizzy spells, and um, that uh, you want to have that checked out. Uh, texture says, when I get bitten by bees, wasps, flies, bed bugs, Mm-hmm. The joint where I got the bite turns red purple. The joint swells is painful, and the and there's another misspelling around it is about four inches. 
despite taking Benadryl and icing it. Is that a true allergy, and can an allergy treatment help in those cases? Good question. It, um, if there is a what we call a large local reaction, um, it, it can be a sign uh, of allergy in some people, and desensitizing can help for it. But other people, it's, it's not a sign of allergy, but just a strong, um, healthy immune response, and not necessarily. We'd have to uh, get a little more information and figure out if that was the case. And uh, I tell you what, it, it's, uh, you made it sound very positive. There, there is help out there, and I think I may be, I may be calling six one two eight seven three my MD to see you probably in the Golden Valley. But again, you uh, we you can be seen at Golden Valley, Golden Valley North Loop, as well as downtown uh, at the Clinic and Specialty Center. Excellent, Doctor John Sweets. Great to see you again. Thanks, great to be thanks here. for the help and. Uh, I'll be knocking on your door soon. <laughs> no smart about it. Thanks very okay. much. Dr. John Sweet filling in uh, this morning for Dr. David Hilden, who will return next week. If you need uh, to make an appointment with Dr. Sweet or if you just need a uh, primary care doctor, 612-873-MYMD. That translates to 612-873-6963. And coming up uh, next week, Dr. Hilden will be back. We'll be doing an open line show next Sunday morning. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, skies are fair. It's currently 24 degrees. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.